0: Harry, I have no idea where this will lead us, but I have a definite feeling it will be a place both wonderful and strange.
1: Oh oh, Lucy, oh why are you so mad at me? Welcome to the same peaks, y'all. How's my Andy? Is that good? That's pretty good. Yeah, I'm working on it. Hey guys, you guys are listening to Same Peaks, y'all. Um, what's this podcast about, Tess?
0: Oh wait. It's where two librarian geeks Mm -hmm. every two weeks mm-hmm. watch an episode of twin peaks boom boom you did it Got it it's been- that's the first time i've done it How does it feel it <laughs> feels great feels great now
1: you know i'm always smiling <laughs>
0: yeah we watch uh an episode of twin peaks mm-hmm. um i my name is chess yep. and i am a twin Peaks super fan my
1: name is eric and i'm watching these episodes for the first time for this cast we are up to episode season two episode one that's right, right? it's called it's the,
0: the premiere may
1: the giant be with you <laughs>
0: that's right thank you
1: <laughs> i, do, Nicely homework. Done, I do homework every once in a while it feels like a long time since we've recorded one of these yeah. right we've kind of taken a little um we sabbatical had, we had
0: a brief hiatus yeah but we're back with a vengeance we're back to in, talk about
1: in the saddle
0: the big old season premiere
1: yeah i was kind of excited too because like well we haven't watched a new episode for a while right and um our last podcast episode was the season one Mm wrap-up show um there were what like five or six cliffhangers just (laughs) hanging out there like big old matzo balls and can i tell you that uh (laughs) My daughter, Freya, did not want me to finish this episode last night. Oh, no. But I did it. I'm so proud of myself. (laughs) I don't know how you're going to recap this one. This one's a meaty one, right? I
0: was about to say, let's get into our first segment. This is where I recap the episode. Eric jumps in with his commentary. Mm. You're right. It's meaty. It begins with Agent Cooper on the floor, Mm -hmm. bleeding, bleeding. but still alive.
1: Still alive. This is a great scene with... with the guy coming in with the milk. Oh my <laughs> oh God. Oh my God. And he comes in and he's like, Dale Cooper's like, uh, hospital. And he just hangs up the phone and he awkwardly hangs it up. And then he has him sign the receipt and yes. uh, gratuity included. It's so great. It's yeah. amazing. The
0: room service comes in with his warm milk, yeah. which we'll remember that was one of the, this, yeah. the cliffhangers of <laughs> Oh, will he get the warm well, milk? Will he get warm milk? He does. Did he drink um, it though?
1: We never see him drink um, it.
0: These are, like, long, drawn-out, nonsensical. I like it. Repetitive. I'm really glad you like
1: it. I like it. That's my favorite. Especially, like, he goes, I know you. And he gives him a (laughs) thumbs up and winks at him. And then leaves. Comes back and, like, winks. Leaves. (laughs) Comes back some thumbs ups. It's so funny. He's, like, bleeding out on the floor. (laughs) You
0: know? Then the room darkens.
1: Oh.
0: And a character which we will from now on refer to as the giant appears that's fair and he tells dale cooper to think of me as a friend mm-hmm. and he says i will tell you three things and then you will believe me and the three things he tells him is that there will be a, a man in a smiling bag mhm uh, the owls are not what they seem and without chemicals, he points. So,
1: Sounds good to me.
0: And then he takes Dale Cooper's ring, which I, I bet you didn't realize that. Yeah. That Coop was wearing a ring. Is he
1: wearing it all the time? Like even in season one?
0: I had to go back. Um, he does. He has a gold ring, I believe, on his pointer finger. Um, and the the giant says he will return it when the three things come true. Mm.
1: Highlight that ring for me.
0: Yo, oh, my highlighter! Let Where's your highlighter?
1: <laughs> you, you lost me. your highlighter. She, guys, uh, for listeners' test, just scurried off like the old hunchback crone at One Eyed <laughs> At <laughs> one I just crawled through a secret passageway, and she is back with a highlighter. I know, it's been so long, we forgot about the highlighter. Highlight it, the ring, and, the and highlight ring. Uh, the giant while and you're giant. at it. Uh, for new listers, um, we highlight things, and then we discuss them for a later segment where we uh, dissect all of the many mysteries <laughs> of this wonderful show. He,
0: the giant also says a couple other things. He says, uh, we want to help you. Mm-hmm. And he also says... Leo locked inside a hungry horse, yeah. and that there's a clue at Leo's house. Yeah. Next, we see Ben Horn. Remember, this was a cliffhanger.
1: Is he gonna have sex with his daughter? Gonna
0: his daughter? He's trying to get with the mm. new girl. It's Audrey. Audrey's wearing a little mask.
1: Oh my goodness! Such a creepy scene, especially when he <laughs> pretends to close oh the door and he's like, "I'm coming
0: back." Uh. Uh, there's also a weird scene with Blackie and Jerry. Yeah. Blackie's on drugs.
1: I did not know that.
0: That's a thing. Yeah. Um, and Jerry interrupts um, Ben, and that's how Ben doesn't have sex with his child.
1: He would have taken that mask off. That, oh, maybe he wouldn't have. Maybe he wouldn't oh. have. Oh. Can you imagine how Audrey must feel? She didn't know her dad owned one eye Jack. Good God. Can you imagine? I can't even imagine. Okay. Imagine <laughs> your dad. Um, <laughs> when, 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 when. This is okay. Let's not go down this rabbit hole. Uh, no, <laughs> no. Uh,
0: go back to Cooper. Cooper is. Ta- <laughs> he's talking to Diane. Yep. Even. In what he, what may be his final moment. This is
1: actually a really touching scene because he's kind of saying things he wishes he had done. actually is a really, he
0: says, he, he mentions that he was wearing a bulletproof vest, which is probably why he's not dead right now. Because he was shot multiple times. There's a lot of bullets. But he had folded it up to to get, there was a tick who Mm -hmm. was trying to bite him. Um, and he says, um. That uh, nothing is so bad as long as you can keep fear from your mind. And then he kind of starts talking about his regrets in yeah. life and his wishes for life. And you're right. It is kind of a touching scene. It is
1: really touching. And he, he, a lot of things that are, like, not that even just a very tall hill, but not that tall. <laughs> really cool place, but not too cool. And I want to look at the sun. It's, like, so sweet. Yeah. And uh, I know we're... So if you found us because you like Twin Peaks, we also do another podcast called uh, "Same Team, Y'all," and we where we talk about positivity and libraries, and it's a it's the best podcast you ever listen to. Um, <laughs> Not
0: and like, that we're biased, yeah, right.
1: we're biased, but we were basically we, we were right in the Star Wars high because we were talking about Last Jedi, and to me that and nothing. <laughs> what, what was that quote again? The state uh,
0: about fear. Nothing is so bad as long as you can keep the fear from your mind. That's very
1: Jedi, right? Like fear is oh the first God. step yeah when he said that I was like that's very profound he's kind you know of Jedi. <laughs> well,
0: he's kind of a Jedi knight
1: <laughs> well maybe
0: maybe if only although he him. does want to make love to a woman who mm. he has genuine affection so for
1: so he's like new order Jedi <laughs> <laughs> he's like a gray Jedi <laughs> not original Jedi yeah okay
0: <laughs> and then there's this really great scene where Harry, Hawk and Andy uh, appear in the doorway with their guns drawn
1: they roll in there <laughs>
0: so
1: uh, Amanda came home so I mean If you're a new listener, is my wife, and she's not a huge fan of Twin Peaks. She walks in at this moment. She goes, "What is going on?" You know, and they roll in there. It's It's a fair point.
0: It's a fair point, Amanda.
1: This I got to tell you. Well, I don't want to spoil my opinions of this uh, episode for you, but oh my goodness, firing on awesome.
0: Um, Doc Hayward gets that bullet out of Coop. Um, meanwhile, Lucy updates Coop. Um, so the mill burned down. Yep. Leo was shot. Uh, Shelly and Pete uh, suffered smoke inhalation. Yeah. Josie and Catherine are missing yeah.
1: currently. Holy hell, right? Phenomenal. Yeah.
0: P- P- I know. I've watched a lot of
1: TV. <laughs> probably one of the best finales um, I've ever Koopa's seen in my life. Like,
0: how long have I been out? Yeah. He's oh, only been out for a few hours. Also, the
1: bullet got the tick.
0: <laughs> it's insane. It's insane. Doug <laughs> Hayward does something like that's a hell of a way to kill a tick oh, or something. So great. Um, And then Coop is like, all right, well, let's get back to the case. Yeah. And Doc Hayward's like, wait a minute, dude, you've got, like, t- like three broken ribs. Yeah, you and were just t- shot. Torn cartilage, and, like, you're suffering from a gunshot wound. And and uh, Coop says, when will is invoked, the recuperative powers of the body are extraordinary. Which I love. And he's,
1: like, scooting down that gurney, like, <laughs> inch by inch. And Amanda goes, they can oh. lower those railings <laughs> for him.
0: <laughs> I love Amanda with the uh, medical profession I know, she does they, you
1: know, here. they can lower those railings for him. And I was like, "You're right, Amanda. They could." Thanks a lot, Sheriff Truman. <laughs> God, it feels so long since I've like given him a hard time. <laughs> He's gonna be back.
0: Oh my goodness. Uh, P.S. Ranette waking up from mm-hmm. her coma looks like I had
1: almost forgotten that she existed. So
0: reminder, yeah. there she is. <laughs> She's um, there. <laughs> okay. So next scene is Maddie and Sarah. They're at the Palmer residence. And Maddie is telling Sarah that she had a dream about the rug. Um, She sees, like, a blood stain on the rug. it a hallucination. Go ahead and
1: highlight the rug. A lot of dreams in this episode, by the way. So many dreams and visions.
0: Should I highlight the dreams? Ah, uh, well, Dream
1: Rug Dream, I mean, dream rug, rug Hallucination rug, dream, Maddie Maddie
0: yeah. And then Leland The whole book is yellow <laughs> Leland appears Yeah And he's singing Oh, maresy notes and dozy notes And little lies, Yeah Little lambsy divey Okay A giddily divey too keep, yeah, you Yeah, keep on, on. <laughs> A giddly divey too Wouldn't you Also, his hair is white
1: Yes. White like a sheet. So weird.
0: Very weird. Yeah. Should I highlight that? Or do you not have do you want them? me to highlight I don't know. I feel like that's weird. Your hair turns white overnight. <laughs> that's not normal? We'll talk about it later. Go ahead and we'll highlight it. <laughs> ben and Jerry are fave oh, bros. This is
1: one of my favorite scenes of the whole episode, actually. So So,
0: good. so Ben... He's he's talk he's conspire, he's conspiring with Jerry and he says we need a location on Catherine so she can take the fall for all of this. And we need an explanation from Hank as to why Leo's not dead. And then Leland comes in. And he's singing. Leland's always singing. Yeah. Leland's singing. He exclaims he's back and he's ready and he's singing. And then Ben and Without Jerry. Without
1: skipping a step. Dude, the Jerry most st- amazing Jerry dance. starts like doing the worm. <laughs> ben is up on the desk dancing and it goes like without even and i remember at this moment i'm like covering my face i'm like am i really witnessing what's happening in front of me right now this
0: is the greatest television show of all time
1: it's pretty phenomenal
0: (laughs) um Coop. ah
1: highlight dancing
0: you guys there's gonna be so uh, you know what
1: this is an extra long episode right
0: I mean, it, it might like a, be. I don't know.
1: Well, no, but, I mean of Twin Peaks.
0: It was a long episode. It was like an hour episode. and a half. It was about an hour and a half. Yeah. yeah. it's the big season so the premiere.
1: It stands a reason this will be an extra long episode. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> well, okay. Let's see how many highlights we got by the end of this episode is what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> um, Coop's looking at uh, the crime scene and he's deducing exactly what happened. Um, Hawk, uh, so the crime scene, by the way, we're over at Leo's house. Mm-hmm. Um, and Coop knows exactly what happened. Hawk finds um Leo's duster. Which do you know what a duster is? So the jacket's it's like a long jacket. Yeah. It reeks of gasoline, which yeah. of course he was at the fire. And then Albert arrives! Albert Albert, up. and then Andy steps on a board. <laughs> And he whacks himself in the face with a loose board that just comes flying up. And Albert announces that it's another great moment in law enforcement history. And he's, like,
1: waddling back and forth. <laughs> oh, for my like, God.
0: For, like, a really long time. No one's
1: stopping him. <laughs> like, everyone's just staring at him. He's just going back and forth. But yeah,
0: it's perfect because Annie found um, under the board, there's a... A new pair of boots and a whole heck of a lot of cocaine.
1: Yeah.
0: So that's apparently where Leo was or keeping it. Or a
1: regular amount of cocaine. I don't do a lot of cocaine. <laughs> probably a lot. Probably you a lot. You know
0: what? I also don't do a yeah. lot of cocaine. Ah, almost gotcha. <laughs> I'm assuming it's a lot. Um, but I guess that was the clue yeah. that the giant that's, was yeah. alluding to. Um, and then we, uh, we go, <laughs> we go back to the diner. Uh, we go to the diner, the Double R Diner, and the transition is a man <laughs> who just kind of pops into the scene and oh, goes, that's right. hot damn, that pie is good. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot um, of pie talk in this you episode, can, too. Also, uh, y- you are unfamiliar with the works of David Lynch, but you can clearly tell that this episode was directed by David Lynch. It is... It's pie-y. It is, is, pie it or is all David Lynch all the time. No, just like these weird scenes are very David lynch <laughs> Um, at the diner, uh, I should mention, David Lynch and Mark Frost created the show, uh, but not every episode is written by Mark Frost and directed by David Lynch. This episode is written by Mark Frost. It's a good in, one. And directed by David Lynch. It is a good one. Uh, Maddie is uh, talking to Donna. She gives Donna a pair of sunglasses that belonged to Laura. They're good-looking sunglasses. Yeah. Then Maddie inexplicably destroys her own glasses Um, Maddie wears these kind of very large very popular in the early 90s like Sally Jesse Raphael glasses and she just says I hate my glasses she takes them off and she just
1: you know um, (laughs) she displayed an unusual amount of strength when she smashed those glasses up <laughs> go ahead and highlight that for me if you can guess where i'm going uh, with that
0: i can guess where you're going with it and i have to say um, have you
1: ever smashed your glasses like that with well your bare hands? i
0: don't want to give spoilers for our um our mystery segment yeah. but i've never seen a stronger uh backup for your theory that <laughs> that you. she may be an android because here's the thing. I can't see without my glasses, yeah. even if I don't like them. And some days I don't like them. I would never just destroy them in a diner. Um, I mean, did
1: she leave the pieces of glasses, like, just there on the table to be picked up later? She's
0: just like, I'm not going to wear these also, anymore. Also, you know what we
1: didn't see her do? Didn't see her drink any. <laughs> Coke. Her diet goes... <laughs>
0: Anyways, they're conspiring because, as we know, they're part of the Scooby gang, yep. um, and they've got to be quiet about their scheme, and we learn from this conversation that James just spent the night in jail. Um, he's also being quiet about the scheme. Yeah. Donna receives a note at the Double R diner. I don't know if that's was common it, Was it on the plate? Where did it come from? Uh, Norma says, this arrived for oh, you. Oh, that's right. <laughs>
1: Amanda goes, wait, can you just get mail delivered <laughs> at the diner now?
0: I, yeah, that seems legit. Yeah. Whatever. This arrived for you. Here you go. Here's a <laughs> creepy note. Uh, the note says that she needs to look into Meals on Wheels. You'll be
1: proud of me because I remembered Laura dealt with Meals that's on right. Wheels. Yeah, I did remember that.
0: Oh, and then we get a great scene in the log lady who's... Spits her gum out and then just sticks it to the wall.
1: And then sticks more gum in her mouth.
0: She is a rebel. And I love her. So great. Um, Albert and Coop. We get a scene of Albert and Coop. Um, Albert has been ordered back to Twin Peaks by their boss, Gordon Cole. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he... as. As a forensics expert, he can say that Coop has been shot by a relatively short person. I don't know if you caught that. It was like between 5'5 and 5'10. I didn't catch that,
1: no.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And Albert's being a jerk, as usual, because that's Albert's M.O. And um, Coop says, Albert, where's this general unpleasantness come from? And Albert says, I'll have to get back to you on that. (laughs) And then Andy walks in, and Albert says, where do they keep this water bowl? (laughs) It's
1: um At this point, too, because Albert had said something like, uh, since you're FBI, they only want an FBI guy to check you out, you know? And Amanda goes, that's not how that works at all. <laughs> she goes, that's not how it works like if you get hurt and you're like, sorry, we can't let doctors well, look at you. We just need another FBI. And she goes, that's not how any of this well, works.
0: Well, it's TV. I did have a moment where I was like, how is Albert, as a forensics expert, <laughs> qualified to make like medical opinions He just opinions does, he just
1: does what he normally does when people are dead and does it in reverse.
0: Well, that's what I thought. I was like, he doesn't know things about the human body, so I'll go with it. Yeah. Um, Andy, however, has solved the riddle. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Good Leo job,
0: Andy. locked in Hungry Horse. Uh, Leo, our Leo, was in jail in a town called Hungry Horse, Montana.
1: Is that a real so, town? Do you know?
0: I do not know, okay. but. In terms of the television show, it does mean that he was locked up the day that Teresa Banks was mm-hmm. killed. Which, if we recall, I mean, we gotta go way yeah, back. I to, like, did Chris remember Simpson. this is the
1: murder before
0: that's Coop right. even
1: got to Twin Peaks.
0: And um, the.
1: That's for myself. Thank you.
0: <laughs> Give yourself some snaps. Thank there.
1: you. Ooh, that's um, feel good too. <laughs>
0: The, uh, the the theory that Coop's been working off of is that this is a serial killing and that whoever killed Teresa Banks probably killed Laura Palmer, but it couldn't have been Leo if he's going to hold to that theory. Unless there's
1: two Leos. <laughs>
0: <And then> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Unless there are two Leos. I, then, that's not a real theory.
0: And then Alred says, woof. <laughs> the man with one arm. Yep. AKA Philip Gerard, aka Mike, uh, shows up at the uh, sheriff's office. Yeah,
1: to sell some shoes. Yeah. He seems so happy. He's like looking around yeah. and stuff.
0: Um, James, uh, we get a little interrogation of James. James said that Laura once asked him if he wanted to play with Bob. Um, also,
1: Laura, his former girlfriend, you yeah. see some real creepy things when they hung out in the dark, right? She totally said creepy Yeah, things. that's not normal. She's
0: a weirdo. Like,
1: if I was hanging out with Amanda and she was like, what did she say? Like, she it's called him a i to play with
0: Bob. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. no thank you, Amanda. That's
0: creepy.
1: I'm gonna go watch my baby now. Laura's a creeper. I like the scene, though, because remember how we were kind of worried? Like, we were wondering... <laughs> Why is Coop and and Harry so mean to James if right. they know he's part of the crew? Yeah. This one he's interrogating him, but it's much more um What's the word? Like, much more relaxed and understanding. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. they're there, but I think it's not going, like, he's not going to prison.
0: Right. Like, Harry's like, man, you've got uh, pounds of coke in your bike. And James is like, yeah, I don't know how they got there. He,
1: right. he says, Pie, um Bobby or, or <laughs> Snake. Probably,
0: my, yeah, yeah, Mike and Bobby trying to set me By up. By the way,
1: Snake Watch, no snake this episode.
0: No, that's true. I've been he's that coming. Morning, is he? He's coming. Yeah, just wait for him. Duh. Um,. But Coop's kind of excited because um, he walks in and he's like, James, I know you have the other half of the necklace. Yeah. And James is like, yeah. I I got it in my pocket right here. I found it at Jacoby's. It was in a coconut. And Coop is pretty excited about this. Yeah. um, Because I guess Coop knew that James would have the heart, but he didn't know that Jacoby was connected. And now he's pretty excited about it. And then Donna goes to visit James in jail. This is a really weird scene. I love this scene. Is she well, like...
1: Uh, when she first comes in, there's a the cat call. Like, someone does a whistle. To the yeah. So,
0: who I did that? Some
1: random? Because I was like, that wasn't Lucy. She walks in and I can't wait, wh- <laughs> Can you whistle? I can't. Like, it's like one of those But it's one of those... Sexy, woo, woo! 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 And I was like, <laughs> who was that? Was it just Andy walking by or something? It's going to be in trouble again. And she walks in and she's like summoning like uh, her inner like diva. Is sexy she kind of like?
0: Is she channeling Laura? Because she's got Laura's sunglasses. Well, is on? she channeling? Okay.
1: Uh, save for the mystery part. Highlight uh, the glasses, Laura. Any of that? All right. I think the glasses. Laura might be in the glasses. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Coop assigns Lucy and Andy to go through all of the old issues of Flesh World. So
1: nothing's better than (laughs) hanging out with your partner that you're having issues with and looking at a bunch of old pornography.
0: Um, By the way, Diane sent over all those issues of Flesh World. Flesh World magazine is cooperating with the FBI. Good for them. Yeah. And then they go to the hospital to question Jacoby about the necklace. You think
1: Pornhub gets a lot of... (laughs) requests from FBI agents now and they're like we need all of your back issues um we got important work we need to do over here and they're like right away sir we're saying We're sending um, you all of our clips.
0: Jacoby said that Laura was living a double life, yeah. and so the divided heart was very like indicative of mm-hmm. her lifestyle. And Jacoby believes yeah. that Laura allowed herself to be killed, like almost as like a form of suicide. So interesting, right? Go ahead. Very interesting. go ahead and highlight her double life for me. You got it. Thank you. Um, he also says they questioned him specifically about the fact that he was in the ICU when Jacques Renault was strangled. Like he was nearby, right? Right. Yeah, did yeah. he see anything? Jacoby says he didn't see anything, but he did smell a very peculiar smell. It smelled kind of like scorched engine oil.
1: Yeah, unusual. Yeah. There's Maybe also highlight oh, like scorched engine oil. You got it. Actually, I got one. It just hit me.
0: You got it. Um. There's also this really funny, I think, running gag about the hospital food being like super gross. They keep <laughs>
1: doing this, so th- the food is just like mush, right? Yeah. But then they always have this sound effect, like bubbling sound effects.
0: <laughs> I think at one point, like a doctor says to a nurse, like, "We've really got to get." Yeah. It. <laughs> I actually
1: remember that because that's that's right after like Coop sees the smiling bag on the wall. Yeah. And I was like, "Is he talking about the bag?" And I was like, "No, he's just talking about the food." He's the about doctor. The food. Yeah, yeah.
0: And there's a scene where Pete like smells the. food food which i love by the way that's the scene where you know that pete's alive which is great but it's also pete smelling the food and kind (laughs) of like like collapses because it's so disgusting um uh, there's a scene between bobby and shelly it's whatever but i
1: just (laughs) i thought that scene was funny though because he's like i'm the doctor and um (laughs) I was, I, I thought it was funny cause he's like looking down like the top of her gown. And yeah. I, I told Amanda, I was like, I'm the doctor. I had diagnosed you with boobies. It's
0: cause like, would <laughs> You really feel like having sexy times when you're recovering. She's like, recovering. like no, But she's kind of like, she thinks she's <laughs> so Recovering from smoke She's inhalation. so in love
1: with Bobby. She
0: loves him, and she tells him that and she loves him. And he says it,
1: too, in the well, best way, like,
0: I guess I kind of love you. Something he says, I guess I love you, I too. Ge- I
1: guess I love you, too. Maybe he didn't know. Maybe. He just thought he was, Maybe. you know. Maybe.
0: We'll go with that. I'll give Bobby the benefit of it Sometimes out. you
1: don't realize you love someone, until It just hits you out of nowhere, you know? We'll go with like that. Like Ray and Kylo. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, <laughs> Sheriff Truman um, sees Bobby <laughs> and he's like, what's Bobby Briggs doing here? He doesn't look sick. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's just wandering around. Yeah, yeah. And Albert's like, Sheriff Truman, to see this kind of investigative work is just a real treat for me. <laughs>
1: Can I tell you Bobby's whole look where he has like the pullover like tied around his waist? Yeah, was like, are you digging my, it? No, that was my look in high school. Oh yeah, like I thought I was the one who invented it. Like I would always have this hoodie that I wore around my waist. i be like, yeah, I'm looking, yeah, yeah, I'm looking pretty good right now. Little
0: did you know you were just channeling Bobby Briggs, I was
1: channeling Bobby.
0: Uh, we get a scene with Big Ed. Yeah, because um, we find yeah. out Nadine is in a coma, so she's yeah. not dead from Thank her goodness. attempt. There's another cliffhanger that's mm. solved. She's not dead. She's in a coma. And Big Ed also tells the story of how he ended up married to Nadine. Um, basically, he thought that Norma was cheating on him. Yeah. And kind of with like... Hank. Yeah, with Hank. And then kind of in a rush, like in his sadness and despair, he just like went and married Nadine. And then he found out that Norma and Hank weren't a Everyone thing. Everyone always
1: thought... That Big Ed and Norma would end up together, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: Um. And we also find out how Nadine lost an eye. <laughs>
1: That's a good start. Uh,
0: Big Edge basically, it was a hunting accident. Yeah, yeah he or was
1: pheasant or something. Yeah,
0: and one of the some of the buckshot got in her eye. But you
1: know what? On the way home, she didn't once blame him. Didn't say, anything. you know what? I, I like this because it really kind of because you're like, why is Big Ed with this woman? Yeah, like, and
0: now it, you know it
1: kind of sounds like he was with her like on accident.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean? Like he out of anger, but but the she's so sweet and innocent, he can't well, just, not be with her. Well,
1: just like how Bobby... And it's actually kind of cool. This scene's actually right after that scene with Bobby, because if Bobby just realized he's in love with Shelly in that moment, mm-hmm. I bet Big Ed didn't realize he loved her until they were on the way to the hospital yeah. if they shot
0: her eye out, you know? Well, he does have that moment where he says... He, maybe we're not supposed to be together well, or, or or that like maybe he didn't really want to take her to the hospital love is confusing yeah. you know? um, by the way i just going to continue with Albert being like oh, this guy so funny in this scene he's like he's laughing like, yeah he's like he's drinking coffee he's like checking, <laughs> he's checking his watch he's like pretending to cry he's like wiping his eyes Um, he's being such a jerk
1: he keeps it in though he, like, he doesn't, like, say anything.
0: <laughs> um, and yes, you're right. Um, Coop sees a body bag, yeah. and it's hanging. Like, like a smile. Like a smile. So there's the smiling
1: bag. So the man was in the bag. Yeah. The
0: and that is what the, uh... Giant That's the giant said. Um... Bobby runs into his dad yeah. at the Double R Diner, and we find out scene. we find out that Bobby's dad uh, works uh, on something classified. Classified can't talk about it. I like the dad. I love Bobby's dad. Yeah. I love Major Garland Briggs. He's one of my favorite characters in Twin Peaks. And he talks about a vision that he had, not a dream, a vision. Because um,
1: he knows the difference between dreams and, and visions. And he,
0: he tells him about, you know, he's having this vision. And in the vision, he sees his son. And he sees all these good things happening for his son. And he tells Bobby that he wishes nothing but the best for him in the future. And Bobby cries. Yeah. And it's just a really lovely moment.
1: It. It makes me a little sad though, because like he tells a story, and it's like a big deal in the dream, the vision that they hug and embrace, and mm-hmm. they're like one person. I feel like he's never hugged his son before. Right? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't want to make assumptions, but after that, I get
0: the feeling after
1: hearing that, and they're they're both emotional, and he's fine. Right. That's when you hug, right? He shakes his hand,
0: yeah, which.
1: Maybe it's his form of a It's hug. an embrace in a yeah, way. Yeah. As
0: the daughter of a military yeah. man, I can tell you there's not a whole lot of <laughs> – I mean, I do hug my dad, but yeah.
1: it's – Well, everyone's different, too, because my, my dad was in the Air Force for a bit, but he's, he's a hugger, yeah. you know, so I think everyone's different. So maybe, like, their handshake – it means a lot more than, like, you know.
0: And you can tell they have kind of a troubled relationship. Yeah. Like, this is a rare moment for them. A rare moment of kind of peace and understanding. And um, apparently behind the scenes, uh, the actor who plays Bobby kind of, he did a take where he was just like, Push! Whatever, Dad.
1: Which sounds like regular Bobby. Which sounds
0: like regular Bobby. And then they were like, "Why don't you do a take where you really take in everything that he says?" And he had that kind of emotional moment, and that's the one they went with. And I like that a lot better. I like that a lot
1: more. I think Bob, the actor that plays Bobby is better when he's doing that emotional stuff than when he when he's like Psh, whatever guys. <laughs> it's like almost like a joke. You know?
0: Yeah. Um. Uh. We got Coop. Coop's gonna lay out everything. He lays out everything. We're back at the sheriff's station. He's he,
1: laying it out for us through donuts. It all, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's,
0: that's like it's almost an amazing scene of like the donuts, and yeah. it's like fading in and out of the things that Coop is mentioning. But yeah, this is definitely the like, oh, did you miss season one? Yeah, thank Let you. Let me just tell you everything that happened. Coop Be, lays it all. Before out. the
1: internet was wide and about, you yeah.
0: Know? Um, at the end, he talks all about, you know, Laura's murder and what we know so far. And at the end, Andy is crying. Yeah. (laughs) And Albert says, it's what we call a real three hanky (laughs) crime. But then Andy stands up for himself and he says, you "You shut your mouth. He says, you keep
1: saying all these smart things about us. You shut Shut your your mouth. Shut your mouth. (laughs) Yeah. I was watching Lucy's face. She was kind of into it. She
0: was kind of into it. Not
1: as much as when she heard about him. Shooting that gun <laughs> off. She was really into that. This one she was kind of like, yeah, yeah.
0: Um The moral of this story is that everything hinges on a third man. There was a third man involved mm-hmm. in this crime. Um Harry drives Pete home from the hospital, and um, they do find a little note from Josie where Josie says she went to Seattle, and Pete says, Oh, this is pretty common for Josie. Yeah. And she goes shopping. Um, but they kind of have a little moment where Harry is like, you know, we still haven't found Catherine and Pete's, I think it's like a sweet moment. Pete's crying and he says, yeah. he, he says, loves her so much. And he says, if I was placing odds on the last person standing after an atomic war, I'd have bet on her. Um, so he's really having trouble coming to terms with this, And I thought that was kind of a sweet he's moment. He's
1: probably really worried that he's going to accidentally find his wife. Wrapped in plastic. <laughs> oh, no, we love
0: you.
1: <laughs> also, pee. Harry was kind of worried that, like, Josie, it seemed like he was worried Josie was, like, with another dude or something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I
0: think he was just worried about Josie in general. And he like, can't
1: tell anyone because it's a secret.
0: Like, yeah. And we don't know how long um, Harry and Josie have been together, but apparently um, this, like, uh, her going to Seattle thing, he doesn't know about this. Yeah. Um, we're at the Great Northern, and speaking of Josie, there's a mysterious person who yeah. is called over to the house looking for Josie. That's all we know. We don't know. know.
1: And then he places a collect call to somewhere. To Hong Kong. Hong Kong. Thank Hong you. Kong, that's yeah.
0: right. Uh, Jerry's talking about food, which is very apropos for Jerry. He's
1: describing this amazing.
0: Also, um, Ben's like, have you seen Audrey? And he's like, nope. And
1: <laughs> he's like, oh, OK.
0: Anyways, <laughs> anyways uh, I'm like, it? What you haven't seen your teenage daughter all day, and you're like, well, he doesn't have a
1: wife. Maybe he thinks like his wife like has her. Maybe, but I mean, has he seen his wife?
0: Has <laughs> he seen anything? I mean, it is really weird, right? I thought it was weird. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Ben is very confident that they're gonna pin this whole mill burning yeah. down thing on Catherine, the smoking
1: a cigar, and Leo. Yeah.
0: yeah, he's yeah, he is. He's smoking a cigar. He's real proud of himself.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: Audrey goes to see Blackie. Audrey is trapped in this brothel.
1: There's like a refrigerator. That's
0: right. (laughs) That's what she
1: calls a guard. This refrigerator.
0: Blackie's locked her in her room. She's put a security detail on her. Why? Because Audrey did not give the owner what he wanted. And... You better give every gentleman who comes to this club what he wants, because that's what you signed up for.
1: Blackie was like nice at first.
0: At first, now not well, so that's much what now. happens. They
1: get you in, and yeah. Then now she's basically trapped. She's trapped. And next time a customer comes,
0: <sighs> she's for real trapped.
1: I mean, now it might be better if her dad did find out. Yeah, then he'll be like, oh, "We gotta get you out of here."
0: Yeah. Um, Donna arranges to take over Laura's Meals on Wheels route um she's following up on mm-hmm. that note and then then we get this scene of dinner at the hayward house yeah. with the palmers and we meet gersten hayward which i made did to know that donna had another sister mm-hmm. also harriet is back remember
1: we were wondering if she would show up again where,
0: where was harriet yeah she was in the first episode never to be <laughs> seen again until now Um, Harriet and Gersten are Donna's sisters, and they do, like, a poem about Laura with, like, piano piano. accompaniment. And there's all these really long, kind of uncomfortable, handheld... I call them, like, horror movie shots of everything that's going on at the table. That is very David Lynch. Um... Leland talks about his hair uh, changed overnight. It's crazy. And he also no longer feels overwhelmingly sad right. he feels about like singing
1: Sarah at all times, or
0: excuse me about Laura. And yeah, he sings. He sings "Get Happy," the song "Get Happy." And he tells
1: her to play a fast, a good, the play yeah. a nice happy song. And at
0: first, it's it's fun. Everyone's having a good time, and then it gets a little creepy. And he's singing really fast, and then he collapses on the ground. I like seeing Happy
1: Leland. Yeah, this is good.
0: It's not creeping you out.
1: Well, no, because he
0: collapses
1: (laughs) and then he goes, "I'm happy," and I was like,
0: "Is is he happy? Because he killed Jacques? Is that what he?" Well, highlight it. Okay, highlight highlight. it.
1: Look at you. Highlight it.
0: Highlight it. it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Oh God, Audrey. She's trapped in this brothel, and she chooses to pray. To Cooper, create a prays special agent to her special agent, which he
1: does have psychic powers.
0: Yeah, it so. might get to him. Honestly, he doesn't look like
1: he's getting it though. He yeah. looks like he's ready to well, sleep. Well,
0: and then she's she's praying and she says, "I left you a note." And we flashed In to all the hubbub
1: he forgot the, the note.
0: The note is just under his bed, which by the way, just I'm gonna point out is a little bit of a continuity error because at the beginning of the episode the note is up on the table near the phone. Now it's under the bed. Wind That's okay. Someone could open a window. <laughs> That's okay. Could have been
1: the guy with the milk. He could have been like, I put it under the bed for you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm gonna let it go. Uh, but Coop has not gotten the note. Um, Coop is lying in bed, though, when the giant appears again. Mm. The giant has more more information mm. for him. He says that one person, they're talking about the third man, the third man that all of this hinges upon, uh, involved in the crime. One person saw the third man in a body that is known to you. Weird. And then we see Ronette in the hospital. She's having flashbacks. This scene is so so freaking creepy it
1: gets scary it gets like it gets real like a horror scary. movie it gets
0: horror Like movie. monsters she's having a flashback to Laura die scene i was like is it vampires you know and and i guess that's bob killing her and and then and then the credits has Gerson playing the piano over the credits
1: Holy smokes, right?
0: And then, oh, wait, boom, that's the end of the wait, episode. The
1: giant, doesn't he shoot light into Cooper? Oh, he has it too, right? <laughs> that's kind of important. Highlighting. Good it. job. He <laughs> says, you. you
0: forgot something. Yeah. And then a light goes from him into Cooper. The giant, also, yeah,
1: light, Cooper, highlight. Good also, job, Eric. Thank you. Also, at the <laughs> very beginning, too, um, the giant says something, too. That's all I'm permitted to say, or something. Oh, which yeah. Which is interesting, just like. He's working with people, Mm. and he's got a giant boss who's probably even bigger than he is. Mm. Imagine how big this guy's boss is. (laughs) (gasps) What an episode.
0: That was the episode. And now let's turn to the so many mysteries that we saw.
1: So many mysteries.
0: <laughs> All right, let's tackle these mysteries. Let's go with the ones I highlighted. First. Okay. Do you have a theory about the giant? I do.
1: I think the giant's either from the future or he lives in the woods, and he's the darkness that the bookhouse forces. <gasps> he's boys are the darkness about. in
0: the woods. Yeah. Maybe? Okay. Well, or
1: that the the town folk. Twin Peaks think that it's a darkness in the woods, but it's something they don't understand. So, do you
0: think he's a dark entity? Like, is no? I think he's good. Oh,
1: but the Buckhouse boys think he's—you know what I mean? Like, if you
0: there's some. So you don't think there's evil in the woods?
1: I think there's evil in the woods. Is there
0: good and evil? Yeah, yeah.
1: There's like things going on. I should also say too. That I did get a little spoiler about the
0: dove. I know oh. <laughs> the, uh, the dove. The dove is back for ah! new
1: for new listeners. If I ever hear any spoilers, the dove's gonna show up and <sighs>
0: okay. That's him. Oh, that is the really the
1: dove's gonna pack my eyes out. I um was like looking at the actor. Of the yeah. of the giant, and I was like, "Yeah, he looks really familiar." This guy
0: named Carol Strikin. So
1: I went on IMDb. Ooh, coming find out. Did you,
0: what did you find now? He was
1: Lurch. So oh, okay, that's, why that's where you him. saw him
0: from. And
1: okay. uh, he was in Men in Black, which is another character yeah, so that I recognize true. him from. Uh-huh. And he's apparently in. Some episodes of the, the Return. return. Yeah. yeah. Did it mention mm. what his
0: character's name is in the return?
1: No. Okay. All right. If it did all I saw was giant, is all, all right. I saw. So right. I'm good. So I did it. Will the dove kill
0: me? I think the dove let's the, let's ask the dove.
1: Dear Dove, will you
0: He's going to let you go. He's going
1: to let you <laughs> yeah. out. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> thank goodness. That's one strike on my record. Oh,
0: my goodness. Somewhere.
1: Um. But, yeah, I don't know what's going on. I think that there's misunderstood um, magics going on okay. that people don't understand. I do think there's a darkness in the woods, almost because I think that's fun. But I do think <laughs> there's a chance that they're just uh, uh, not understanding what the giant is. And the giant's either from the future or he's some kind of magical person in Twin Peaks. Okay. Maybe under the ground or... We're in the water, like in that waterfall from the beginning part. By the way, was that a different intro?
0: No, it's the same intro.
1: Sure, we always look at the logs for that long.
0: It's the same. <laughs> Are we sure? Two and a half minute intro. Yeah. Are we absolutely yeah, sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm gonna go
1: back because I do think it's a little different. Do
0: you think it's longer?
1: I think no. I think it shows different scenes. Really? I think it still shows. Yeah, I th- I'm gonna go back and double check because okay. I, I think it still shows lumberyard and the waterfall right. and all that but I think it's showing different lumber and a different <laughs> scene of the waterfall a different angle I think I could be okay. wrong um, so that's the giant I don't really know what's going on with him and I guess while we're talking about the giant we can talk about him shooting light the Cooper sure I'm not too sure if this is some guy that Coop knew because he says it's, oh. it's, it's more about where you've been, right?
0: Is he from the past? Yeah, he's either... It well, future? maybe
1: Coop's from the future, too. Oh. So if Coop's from the future, that would explain why he kind of knows things. He thinks it's psychic abilities, but he's just remembering things. Oh. Um it's a and, time travel. Yeah, and if he's from the future, it's more about where you've been, which sounds like the past, but for him, his past is the it's future. The, yeah, oh. and the light would probably be something to do with time travel, I'm guessing, that wow. he's giving him. so that's intense. Yeah, so. I don't know why... I don't know why Coop's not a giant.
0: <laughs> but that's what I think.
1: And okay. I'm sticking to it.
0: Did you have a a theory about his ring? Yeah,
1: oh, I did. Yeah, well I don't know how long he's been wearing that ring. I kind of thought that ring could be a cool secret Bookhouse Boy ring, but I don't think anyone else uh, is wearing rings. No. So, um, if I'm going out on a limb here, you know how Bookhouse Boys is a secret organization? Yeah. I would say Coop might be a member of a secret organization within the FBI. Ooh. Yeah, like a rival Bookhouse Boys, maybe.
0: I Coop like might be working area. for the
1: darkness in the woods or something like that, mm-hmm. but he doesn't know it kind of situation.
0: I like that.
1: Yeah. Um, Who wears a ring on their pointer finger?
0: <laughs> right? I mean, do people do that? Some people do, yeah. 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 It feels weird
1: to me, <laughs> but I don't wear a lot of rings, so. Um.
0: Did you have a theory about the rug slash dream slash blood stain slash hallucination? A lot
1: of dreams. I don't think it was blood. Okay. I think it was oil. Oh. <sighs> Because...
0: Scorched oil smell.
1: Well, yeah.
0: Scorched engine
1: oil smell. Because Maddie...
0: Because Maddie what? Oh, it's an android. (laughs) Look at you! (laughs) Yeah, because you didn't know where I was going with that. Yeah,
1: I think, even if she's not a robot, I think it's oil, and that's tied more with the scorched oil smell. And I got more about that later when we we move through the mysteries. Okay. I think the scorched oil that Jacoby smelled has something to do with the oil on the carpet that she had a dream about.
0: Nice.
1: Thank Um, you. Nice.
0: Did you have a theory about them dancing? I highlighted the dance, but oh, I don't yeah. know why. <laughs> um
1: I think Ben and um, Ben and Jerry and Leland used to go out dancing together all the okay. time. Okay. And I think that's part of it. And I don't know how that's tied in with his like when his weird dancing <laughs> thing. But I think they used uh, to go out okay. dancing all the time as friends and maybe with Laura, you know. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Maddie destroying her glasses. I feel like yeah, this ties into her Android. She could be
1: then. super strong. She smashed him. She realized she doesn't need him because she has perfect android eyeballs. <laughs> so, and also, I don't know if we highlight that. Did we do um, Donna's... Laura's, Donna's sunglasses. Yeah. That's next. I think... Okay. Okay. I think Laura's in the glasses, maybe. Okay. And she's possessing Donna.
0: Possessing Donna. Yeah.
1: That scene... I gotta tell you, I'm not so... I, I did have to... Uh, when she kissed um, James after smoking. It yeah. made me think of Ugh. Forrest Gump. <laughs> you know, it was like, she tastes like cigarettes. By the way, <laughs> real quick tangent, um, I've got the best slash worst idea ever for a TV show. Okay. Called Gump. Okay, you ready? Each episode ready? is Forrest Gump, but in another period of his
0: life. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. That's a terrible idea. <laughs> I've, I've seen worse TV shows. I feel shows. like it did happen. You yeah. know? yeah, yeah. I've seen worse TV shows. Uh, um, so, you think that scene where she goes with James is like Laura possessing something Donna's like that? Either or that
1: or Donna's coping with the loss of Laura in a different way. Mm-hmm. You know, it might not even be anything supernatural. It might just be that she's coping with Laura's loss in a peculiar way. I will tell you, though, that I'm not particularly, and I guess this might be too much for the cast, but I'll say it anyway, um, attracted to anyone on this show, mm-hmm. but her biting james finger
0: you were into that
1: i was into it and james looked like he was into it too he was kind of like hoochie mama like that
0: (laughs) that was the unsmoken dialogue yeah but then all i could think of
1: was the smoke too because i couldn't be into that yeah so
0: um you have a theory about laura living a double life Yes. According to Jacoby.
1: Now I'm trying to remember what that theory was. The uh, double life. What was that theory? Because I did have a good one.
0: Does it have something to do with your long-standing theory that there were multiple Lauras? Maybe that's it. Yeah, I do think there's... she's literally living a double life because there's two of her. Part
1: of me almost thinks that I wouldn't be surprised if Maddie... Because remember how I said another theory is if Maddie's not an android, Maddie could actually be Laura. Uh
0: Uh-huh. Or like
1: a twin of Laura.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So... What differentiates Laura from Maddie physically? Maddie has dark hair. Yes. And Maddie wears glasses. Yes. Maddie just got rid of the glasses. Uh Uh-huh. If in a future episode she dyes her hair blonde, she just goes on living like Laura. Maybe. Maybe.
0: That's creepy. Yeah. Scorched engine oil.
1: Okay. Scorched engine oil in the hospital. That's what he smelled, yes. right? That's when
0: what... Jacques Renault is being strangled.
1: Thank you. And that's what um, Maddie saw, maybe, Maybe. on the, on the carpet. Yeah, in um, her dream. But we know that it was Leland.
0: Right. right? Leland is the one who strangled Jacques Renault. I
1: think that scorched engine oil smell is his hair burning to to white. to white yeah like like because he had black hair right mm-hmm. so it's like burning to white like it's burning it off and that's why she saw it at her at Leland's house right you know mm. by the way did you see that um pa, uh, Laura's mom was really scared when she heard that you, you had a dream yeah so which also leads us back to our theory maybe that the dreams have something to do with the house itself right you know she was really scared of that dream by the way yes. mom as far as we know, no more psychic dreams.
0: Yeah, she seems pretty normal. Also, fan watch
1: didn't see the fan.
0: Didn't see the fan in this episode. Got a lot of that rug though.
1: I saw my fan, like <laughs> above my head. Yeah, and I was like, "Ooh, that's spooky."
0: <laughs> that fan is creepy. <laughs> the
1: fan's spooky.
0: Um, Leland's hair changing overnight. Uh, that's pretty much it. I think when he okay. killed
1: when he, when he killed uh, Renault, his hair changed. And I think it's less. I think it shows that he's changing somehow inside. Okay. Something happened, and
0: him singing.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I still think it's a subliminal. Like he was brainwashed or something. Okay. Like I think the music's a trigger in a certain okay. way, and like somehow he's he's uh like um like broken free a little bit.
0: And um, oh, we already covered the giant putting a light. Yeah, shot that
1: light. Probably time travel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Mr. Eric. Yeah. Did you have a quotable quotation for this episode?
1: You bet your sweet batooty, I do. <laughs> Okay, so I've got my quote right here.
0: Give it to me. I actually
1: typed it out. And you actually went over this already, but I liked it a lot. Uh, uh, Agent Dale Cooper wakes up, and Sheriff Truman says, Lucy, you better bring Agent Cooper up to date. And Lucy says, Leo Johnson was shot. Jacques Renault was strangled. The mill burned down. Shelly and Pete got smoke inhalation, and Catherine and Josie are missing. Nadine is in a coma from taking sleeping pills. And Cooper goes, how long have I been out? (laughs) I love that quote because I'm a big fan of, like, a bunch of stuff happened at once. It yeah. made me think so. Guys, bonus quote of the day. made me think of my favorite quote from, you ever see the movie Batman Forever?
0: <laughs> no. Have oh, you wait, ever seen I think I have That's seen it. That's the
1: movie. one where uh, it's been a
0: really long Jim Carrey's the Riddler. Yes, and Tommy Lee Jones.
1: Tommy Lee Jones' you know? Two-Face, yeah, Val yeah, Kimmer's uh, yeah. Batman. That's right. Chris O'Donnell's Robin. Was Robin, Man. yeah. Was uh,
0: Listen- it? Was Alicia Silverstone in that, maybe? Or was that no, the next she
1: one? she was in Batman and Robin. It's, um... What's that's her? the one. There's a, a woman that is, like, a psychiatrist that's kind of dating Batman. I don't remember her name. Okay. It's Anyway, it doesn't matter. There's a scene in Batman Forever <laughs> where um, the Batcave is destroyed. Mm-hmm. The Riddler and Two-Face gets in there, and Bruce Wayne is shot, but he... Like, the bullet grazes off his head. <clears throat> and it's like, Whoa! Someone is attacking the Batcave. This is a big deal. Bad guys don't get in the Batcave. And he wakes up, and Alfred, and he, he he's like all disoriented, and Alfred Pennyworth goes, I'm afraid they've taken Dr. Meridian. Master Dick has run away. The cave has been destroyed. And there's another riddle. And I remember when I was a kid, like, whoa! Like, <laughs> everything has hit the fan. And there's another riddle. Can Batman solve this riddle? And it made me think of that awesome quote from Batman Forever. <laughs>
0: That's great.
1: Tune in for Same Bats, y'all, where we talk about our favorite Batman memories. Oh, uh, you would
0: bring it back to Batman. I That's would. good. Yeah. Um, What's your favorite quote? My quotable quotation is, um, the scene where Coop is laying everything out. Yeah. Right previous to that scene, um, Coop basically tells harry i'm gonna lay it all out and harry says harry says something to the effect of like are we gonna need a milk jug and and uh stones this time and he and uh coop says uh you know he's like no just uh, a blackboard and chalk will be fine and then coop and then harry says jelly donuts and coop says harry That goes without saying.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So funny,
0: and I just love it. I love every time Coop talks about food; it's my favorite.
1: Yeah, I don't. I didn't think. Did we see anyone eat those donuts?
0: (laughs) I don't think we did. They were just sitting on. How many? Like, can you
1: imagine how how lucky those raccoons are to be living nearby? Because they probably just toss them all out. Oh, they have the
0: fattest raccoons. They're
1: huge. So huge, that's the They're the darkness, the, the, darkness <laughs> the, oh, the darkness in the woods. There's we've been feeding the darkness in the woods. These upon
0: massive Easter. raccoons
1: rolling around. Oh the my grass. god,
0: I love it. Um, hey Eric. Hey Tess. Who was your MVP of this episode? <laughs>
1: Bum, 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 bum. I have a feeling we got the same one.
0: Let's see.
1: One, two,
0: three. Coop. Albert. <laughs> <laughs> no! Tess. Are you kidding me? No, I put Albert as an honorable mention. Oh,
1: I thought we almost had it. Well, I guess we had it in the last episode. We did, we? we did.
0: When we yeah. did our the MVP finale? of the entire yeah, season, yeah, it was cool, wasn't Coop, it, it? Yeah, yeah. I can't
1: believe well. Tell me why you picked Coop.
0: I had to pick Coop because he is right back to work after that gunshot. And that is probably not wise. But it is if very. If any of our
1: listeners have recently <laughs> been shot, I hope that you're sitting down, relaxing, listening to your doctor.
0: <laughs> and not like solving crimes yeah. and cracking but, cases. By the way, our
1: email. No, <laughs>
0: <laughs> our email, yeah, if you want to email us, is samepeaksyall yeah. at gmail.com. Call us if you've recently been shot.
1: Um, <laughs> After calling the hospital. <laughs>
0: uh, he's. Um, I just, I love, uh, Kyle McLaughlin is the actor who plays Cooper, and I love throughout this episode, he's moving very tenderly, and he really sells this idea that Coop is working through this pain. He is in a lot of pain. I've had a bruised rib, and it hurts like heck. Coop has several broken ribs from a gunshot, and there isn't anything they can do. Was yours
1: from a gunshot as well?
0: (laughs) It wasn't. It was from a car accident, (laughs) unfortunately. But um, there's nothing they can do. Like, all they can do is kind of wrap you up and, like, hope that everything goes okay. And Coop is just, like, he's up and at him and solving the crime. And so I had to give it to Coop. I will say honorable mention to Albert for all the quotes. I
1: was so surprised because you fit, like, five Albert quotes oh, into he the recap. So, so I thought, golden and then in this even, episode. You even mentioned Albert... In the text message you sent me last I night, Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's the
0: only thing I said in my text message is that Albert is amazing. That's the
1: only thing. And then remember, I text back about the dove. Like, oh, no. The reason I said that is because I think you probably thought I was, like, done by then. Because remember, oh. I said, oh, I'm eight minutes in. And then, like...
0: Oh, no. Did I spoil <laughs> Albert? Not
1: that it really matters. But I, I text you. I said, I'm eight minutes in. And then, like, two hours pass. And you text about Albert. I still hadn't finished it because I was still putting <laughs> Freya to sleep. Like she got up eight minutes in, and we ended up watching episode one because uh, I she was still wide awake, and I oh, wanted right. to have I wanted to be focused you on went back Twin to Peaks. Star
0: Wars. Yeah, I did. Yeah, <laughs> and then you went back to yeah, Star Wars. yeah,
1: not episode one of Twin Peaks,
0: <laughs> <laughs> episode
1: one of Star Wars, and she actually yeah. was really into it. it was but cool.
0: as we discussed, Cube may be a Jedi Knight, so that's not he completely could be out of the realm.
1: Of um, this if he's a Jedi Knight, who's the Sith? It's Bob, the third man, right? The third man. Yeah, yeah. That whole scene with with that that was Bob, right?
0: In the, the in the scary dream. Scene. Yeah, yeah, that was so scary. Ooh. Ooh. Hey, Eric, how many fish in a percolator would you give this episode?
1: You'd never guess there was a fish in the percolator.
0: <laughs> Go for it. Five fish. I also gave it a five calculator. fish. Let's
1: it was a high fun, five It was a phenomenal five. episode. It was long. Yes. But it was a good long. So good. I feel like that first episode was a long, like the first episode yeah. of, not, not Star Wars, <laughs> episode one, but the first episode of Twin Peaks was a long and kind of like, I don't really know what's going on. Mm-hmm. This one, enough time has passed. I've invested into the characters. I feel like they've really reached their, like, there was a few kind of like quirky things in that first episode, but this mm-hmm. one's really like.
0: So I, I really
1: think everyone's going insane. Yeah, you know, like that's a possibility. Like there's just poison. Like it, every All the mysteries boil down to either they're uh, all they're all hallucinations or something else, and there's just poison gas. Is
0: so extra in this episode. Yeah, Leland I mean, is extra. Donna is extra. I think there's
1: barely a scene where <laughs> not something is being said. Or something happening that is weird or off kilter. <laughs> Even the scene where it's just Donna and Maddie hanging out with the glasses, and she's like, Here's Laura's glasses you wanted. It was like, Wait, you wanted your dead friend's glasses? Why did you want your dead friend's glasses? And she's yeah. like, I don't want glasses anymore. And she smashes them. <laughs>
0: bizarre. I also gave this episode five out of five. Yeah. Um, And as you mentioned, it's been a while since we recorded yeah. the same Peaks, y'all. And I was like, diving back into the Peaks, y'all. Yeah. And I was so glad to rejoin all of our friends in Twin Peaks. I thought this was a great episode. It was
1: great to come back. It's great to have some um, um, resolution to some of the cliffhangers. Mm-hmm. Even if some of them are still hanging out there. Yes. You know? Setting
0: up even more cliffhangers.
1: Notably, I guess if we were were to real wrap up, like how many cliffhangers is still hanging out there. Catherine's missing. That's true. Yeah, is she dead? We don't know. Josie's gone. She's yeah. shopping? <laughs> I don't Probably know. Not. You don't think
0: so? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. That's what Pete thinks is going on. I
1: don't know either. She um, does
0: have a lot of cool outfits. Nadine.
1: Nadine's in a
0: coma. Is
1: she going to survive? I don't know. I don't
0: know. Leland's got white hair now. I felt so bad for
1: Big Ed, too, when he was, like, holding her hand. Like, he he loves her. That was
0: a sweet moment. Yeah.
1: And I know at one time he was like, maybe I should have driven her to the hospital. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean,
0: you know, love can
1: be hard sometimes.
0: It's complicated. (laughs) It's complicated. Yeah. Um, That's his relationship status with Nadine. It's complicated. So many
1: good stuff, you know. Um, It was just a phenomenal episode. It's good to be back to Twin Peaks.
0: Season two. Season two. We're in it. Get ready for a Bumpy Ray. Yeah. So, guys, if you're listening
1: or if you're watching the show along with us, uh, whether you're re-watching them all like Miss Tess or watching them for the first time, our next episode of the cast will come out in a fortnight. Mm-hmm. That's what we go every two weeks. And our next episode will be going over episode two. Of season, season two. two. Yeah. Dos. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. So, um, if you guys have any theories, things you want to say, um, anything about Twin Peaks you'd like to say, what's that email again, you
0: SamePeaksYALL at gmail.com. That's you like, can also tweet at us at same team, y'all. Yeah. Um, if you only want to talk in a uh, brief amount of characters.
1: That's exactly right. If you're enjoying the show, please uh, tell a friend who may like Twin Peaks. Uh, subscribe, um, rate or review us. That would be great, too. Um, but we are just happy that you guys are here. Um, do we have a sign-off? It's been, oh, I did. Okay. I, I, God, it's been so Man, long.
0: Man, you forgot our sign-off. Man,
1: that coffee it's it's hot, hot. hot. That coffee is
0: hot. So hot. Woo.
1: Woo, that coffee.
0: After all this time. It's, it's
1: still hot. It's still hot. It's sitting right on that shelf. So hot. <laughs> so mm, hot. That coffee. I don't even know what voice I'm doing right now. <laughs> See you guys in a fortnight. Bye. Hot. 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 Coffee. Hot. So hot. <laughs> this is coming. <coffee. laughs>